Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSCs that comes in and sits with me and helps me uh, answer your computer comments, questions, and concerns. This is, uh, I think, our 23rd-ish year doing this program. And uh, I'm celebrating 28 years at Tab and 35 uh, years in business for Tab Computer Systems. And we support many hundreds of small to mid-sized businesses with their computer hardware, networking, phone systems, you name it, we're there to help them out. Um, I was talking before the break about uh, this new swatting uh, guy who uh, was arrested again. Um, we put a link up there from Krebs who talks about this guy in detail. Swatting uh, basically involves where a, a hacker, call him a hacker, call him a ding-dong, whatever you want to call him, uh, impersonates your phone number and calls in a, a SWAT team uh, because you're holding somebody hostage or they call in a bomb threat. Um, this guy, Tyler Raj Barris, was arrested. Um, he's 25 years old on Friday, uh, lives in Los Angeles. Now, he already um, was sentenced to two years in prison um, but was released for doing the same thing, for calling in a bomb threat to ABC, uh, an ABC affiliate in Los Angeles. So, guys, you know, if we, if we really are serious about stopping these ding-dongs, let's put him in jail for longer. You know how much it costs to send a police officer to anything? Uh, maybe charge him for every dollar he costs somebody as far as how many folks have to run out and respond to these false uh, calls. I mean, heck, I think it's something we should do even you know when people find themselves on the cliffs of someplace. Like if you're hiking right now in, nine, in, in three degree weather and you find yourself stuck, I hope they save you and then charge the heck out of you for coming out and forcing these guys to come out and, fi- and, and pull you off a mountain. Um, you know, the same thing with this guy. He should be charged for every officer that had to go out and deal with that bomb threat, you know, pay restitution. He doesn't care. He's He hit 100 schools and 10 homes. And then he got released after he got convicted of that bomb threat uh, to ABC affiliate in Los Angeles. He didn't, you know, didn't spend his two years. Let's, let's really be serious about punishment. I don't know. <laughs> the guy's laughing at us. Um and he's making some. This this last issue occurred when the guy got guy got killed well, because of a Well, he probably took some programs that gave him credit for good behavior. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so uh, very very disturbing that we let these guys go. If if you know you don't want your hackers into your stuff, let's lock them up, man. Uh, nothing like sticking a hacker in jail. Let's go to uh, your calls. We're going to go to Paul in Manchester. Hey, Paul. Hey. Good morning. Morning. Um, I had uh, I currently have two computers. One is an old Windows 7 computer, and I just purchased a new Windows 10 computer. I also have a um, 
500 uh, megabyte uh, external hard drive mm -hmm. um, that I back up uh, weekly. Okay. So I was wondering what is the best way to transfer um, photos, videos, um, software programs from the old one to the new one? Um, yep. Could I should I could I use one of the um, one of the software um, um, transfer um, programs or is it is it uh, a waste of time in that I do already have the external hard drive? Uh, well, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Bob, but they don't really have those transfer programs anymore from seven to ten. No, uh -uh. so you're really okay. only going to be able to transfer data uh, from your seven to a drive, let's say. And if you think you're, uh, the uh, if I may uh, interject, the the new uh, computer, the old computer had a re regular hard drive, and yeah. then the new computer has a, a solid state hard drive. Yeah. I don't know if that matters. No, because you have a, a, a intermediate intermediary in that external hard drive, right? You have a 500 megabyte drive. You said you had correct external. So you, depending on how much data is on the Windows Seven machine. It sounds, 500 megs sounds kind of small, but let's just say you have only a 500 megs worth of data. You can, you could copy the data to the 500 meg drive, and then walk it over to your new Windows 10 and copy it back. Right, that'd be the simple okay. way. But you may need a bigger drive, I bet, because 500 megs is yeah. not much. Um, and then the, yeah. good. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, then the other piece for your software is you have to reinstall that. You have no choice but to get the the software disks and or download yeah. the software again and reinstall it fresh on your Windows 10 operating system. You really can't transfer it from a 7 to a 10 because they're not the same operating system. I see. So that's really the only way you can do it, Paul. Is uh, or you, if, Are you on a network in your home? Are both machines on the network? Uh, meaning what? Are both machines on the Wi-Fi or the, or the network? That Correct. Okay. Yes. You could also do some networking between the two where you copy from the Windows 7 machine to the Windows 10 um, that data without having the intermediary of the hard drive. You just have to make sure both computers can see each other. That's called networking. That can be a little troublesome if you're not uh, familiar with how to set up a home network or set up the... Share the folders. Yeah, share the folders, give the rights to the users. Uh, that can be a little a little daunting. So, mm -hmm. But if you can see the other drives, and you can, you can then just do a simple copy and paste across the network uh, from, from machine A to machine B. But if you want to avoid all the pain of setting up a network, which can can be troublesome, just take a drive. And by the, by default, you'll produce another backup because you're going to copy right. your data to another drive. So maybe go out and buy a bigger drive, copy everything to it, then copy it back to the Windows 10, put that drive away. Now you've got a nice backup as your computer looked back when you did that transfer. There's many ways to approach that, Paul. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it sounds like the easiest way may be just via the uh, external hard drive. That would be the easiest way, yeah, and reload your software. Yeah. Just time-consuming yeah. if you don't have enough storage. Yeah. I, I may It may be larger than 500 megabytes. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Probably 500 uh, gigabytes. Well, that'd be big, yeah. Big. Half a terabyte makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. All right, Paul. You're, you're welcome. Bye-bye. So he's going to do that transfer. Let's go on to Bill in Stratford. Hey, Bill, what's up? Yeah, um, I've gotten those 800 numbers, you know, on my computer, and it locks it up. And I usually go into my task manager, and I just delete it all, or I uh, restart my computer. Well, yeah. my neighbor calls me yesterday, and he says he got the thing, and he wanted to know if I would come down and help him. So I go down there, and I find out 
he winds up calling the phone number, uh. Uh, you know, and they tell him that, oh, of course, they work for Microsoft and all that other BS. And yep. He goes, um, he lets the guy take over the computer. Uh. But then when the guy starts talking money, I think he finally hung up. And, and that's when he calls me. So I went down. I was able to open it up with the, through the task manager and delete the thing. Um, I did a restore. What, does that help? Yeah, you brought it back to a, a time prior to when he yeah, called like them? Yeah, three weeks ago. Good. So you probably removed this, the remote software that they might have loaded um, yeah. on the machine. That's a good move, Bill. Yeah. Oh, okay. That doesn't help. The other okay. thing I would do is I would definitely download and run malware bytes. All right. As a, as a secondary precaution, just to do a scan and make sure that there's nothing residual left behind. Yeah, I yeah, because all I think all he has is the McAfee. Uh, he has Optimum, and you get that free with Optimum. Um, mm. And um, I don't think that's enough. Probably, it's not enough. So yeah, yeah I, I I'm still amazed at how people are are so willing. Oh, I can't believe it. I had it once, and I couldn't delete it. Yeah. I went through hell with it. I finally got a blue screen, and then it took me a while to get that out. And then eventually my computer wasn't running. I have a PC because I use it for a, a eBay business. But um, I wound up getting the legitimate phone number from Microsoft. Yeah. They worked on it for two days, and they couldn't help me because I couldn't get into Microsoft Edge because they were willing to help me because of that. Mm. And you know what I wound up doing? He says... Um, go into your computer and what is it called when you restore it or are you uh, you defaulted it the original yeah, yeah you, you, the original thing yeah that's how I did it yeah and it's a six or seven year old machine I can't believe how much good how good it's running now yeah you know, but, well uh, get open DNS involved too it'll run even better I'm sorry I didn't hear you uh, run open DNS as far as your network connections oh, and you'll run even yeah. better more safe yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, I, I wound up getting a program that helped me. But now I just, it's probably been a month, and I can't believe how good the, the computer is running. But I just felt sorry for my neighbor because he fell for it. You know, uh, I mean, I'm a senior, and I've got a few uh, aunts that have fallen for it. And you tell them, don't pay anything, don't do anything. Oh, the guy was so convincing. He told me he worked for. Microsoft or Windows or whatever it was. Yeah, they say they work for Windows. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one it was. Yeah, yeah. Windows or Microsoft. Yeah, I guess it's Windows. So. Yeah. All right. I appreciate your help. And uh, tell the truth, I'm on my way up to your area to see you, kind of game. So I'm going to talk to my neighbor when I get back tomorrow and uh, see how he's doing because uh, he felt like uh, you know, it, he was taken. But, yeah. Like, now, did he call his credit card company and, and reverse that charge? Well, he didn't charge anything. Okay, good. He hung up good. before he, he never gave him any information. But the minute they asked him for money, he knew something was suspicious. So yeah. he, gave, he was he, he was too cheap to give out any money. So he was lucky. So. All right. Well, that's the least. Yeah, that's got a great show. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Bill. Go UConn. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Um, so yeah, I don't even. You know, obviously, we are very uh, trusting folks. Uh, maybe I'm a cynic. But um, I would never, ever, 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 ever call a phone number that popped up on my screen and said, hey, you've got a problem. Um, that'll never happen to help you, ever. So anytime you get a pop-up on your computer that says, your computer's not working properly, call this number. All they want to do is help you 
take money out of your wallet. And you don't know who these people are. They are not Microsoft. They are not from a company called Windows. <laughs> they're, they're literally sitting in the third world spoofing an American number or using an American toll-free number to make you call them to give them access to your computer. Then they're poking around your computer, loading software to help you help you with your problem. Who knows what they're loading on your machine? They could be loading keyloggers, they could be loading Trojans malware, they could be load they could be taking any of your personal information and data because you gave them access to your computer. What let's, are you doing? Let's explain for a minute what a keylogger is. Because a keylogger, what it does is it captures the keystrokes that you enter in. Right. So if you go to your bank, let's say, or credit card. After you hang up with these guys. After you hang up with these guys. Now, if they've loaded a keylogger onto your computer, it's sending up your logon information, where you are, and right. your passwords. Right. So you're giving them full access to any accounts that you go into after that. So I just don't understand it. Uh, didn't, I, I just would never have guessed Americans are so gullible and so trusting that they would just call a phone number that pops up on their screen. So, uh, I mean, I guess that's how marketing works, and, and we are trusting folk. But uh, don't do that, please, ever. There's never going to be a time when that is ever something that you should do, ever. And if Alexa starts talking to you or Googleplex starts talking to you in the same way when they get hacked and telling you to call a number, hey, I'm Alexa, I've been hacked, uh, call this toll-free number, don't do it. <laughs> Just a prediction. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Ralph and Ted, hang on. Two lines open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Lines are all jammed up. You guys all woke up from your hibernation. <laughs> We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick around and uh, call in. And Dr. Alessi is going to be in at 11 as well, to giving you a uh, a second advice, second opinion on your health advi- on your health advice, and then of course UConn men are going to be uh, starting up at noon. Pre-games at eleven thirty, so stick around for that. And uh, let's go right to uh, Ralph in uh, Wellington. Hey, Ralph, how are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, trick question for you. I have been. I just purchased a uh, Microsoft Surface. Okay. Windows ten. Yep. I have uh, two other computers on the network running Windows 7. Sure. I want to map drives between the Surface and one of the uh, Windows 7 computers. All right. How do you do it? That's the question, yes. Because my research has found that it's very, very difficult, if not impossible, to accomplish. No, not impossible. Well, uh, nothing's, yes, nothing's impossible. <laughs> I get that. But, um, yeah. So it's something we're probably not going to be able to explain over the air to you. Uh, but the general gist of it will be that you have to configure a network between all the machines that you're all part of, like a window, like a home network. Okay. Then you, have to, then you have to set up on your Windows 7 computer a shared folder that you're going to make available. Um, to other devices, you have to right-click and, and designate it as shareable. Okay, that's on the that's on the target, the one you want to get data from. And this is all in a nutshell. And then on the Windows 10 machine, you then try to navigate by clicking on the network icon in your Explorer to see if that share is available. You're going to see the Windows 7 machine show up as a as a resource on the network, 
and you should be able to navigate down to that shared area, then you're going to try to access it. And if you have, if you used a username and password that the Windows 7 machine allows, you'll have access to that data. This is all in a nutshell. Go ahead, Bob. So you create the same username spelt the same way with the same password on every machine that you want to, that you want to have access to that folder. So then you're going to be in a work group. So you name your work group the same. By default, most of them are work group. Right. But the point is, is that they have to be the same work group. So you're in the same work group, and you create a username on every computer. So if you had five computers with five different users, then every computer you create those same five users, spelt the same way. Right. And then you'll be able to share it without messing with the permissions. That's an easy way to do it. So we'll put a link though up for you, Ralph, that you can follow some instructions on to how to share. Uh, data across Windows 7 and Windows 10 within the same network, but it is doable. Yeah, it's just been difficult. I've had a difficult time, and, yes. and my goal is not to share a folder as much as it is to have full access uh, to the drive on yeah. uh, the, the, the the target computer. You can right-click on that whole C drive and, and share the whole thing out if you want to. I just assumed maybe a folder, but yes, my my fault. You can you can share the whole thing out if you want. Um, you just right-click on the on the resource. And uh, make it shareable. The first step of a, of the security is to not share it with everybody, right? You have to designate it as being shareable. So that's what you're going to do. No, first. I understand that. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the problem is I'm not getting the uh, surface to recognize the, any of the Windows Seven computers, even though one of the, the the drive on the Windows Seven computer is shareable. Make sure you're in the same network. You got to same turn on your network. Capability so that it allows to, to search on the network as yeah. well. We'll put a link up there, Ralph, for a good article as far as how to do this, okay? okay um, that'd be yeah, it's, all, it's too hard to try to give you the whole thing through a, a radio program. We don't have enough time, all right, sir? No, I got that. One, one last thing on the, um, uh, on the scammers that uh, take, uh, yeah, go ahead. take over your computer. Yeah. Very quickly, every time I have seen a pop up that says your computer's been locked. Task manager is your friend. Yeah, you can end the task. You're right, Ralph. Good point. Control alt delete, kill that task, and you're back and, up, and, and you're good. Sounds. If you click on a link in any pop up, you're in trouble. I agree, Ralph. Thanks very much for the call. Good luck, sir. All right, guys. Stay warm. We will. We'll be right back after this news. We're here till eleven o'clock. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. Feel free to get online. One, one line open for you, 800-953-1080, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's get right to your calls. You've been nice enough to join us on this frigid Saturday morning. Let's go to Ted in Barkhamstead. Hey, Ted, what's up? Uh, good morning. Morning. Uh, I have a problem which may be too... Uh uh, too old to solve. Oh or, boy! Uh, <laughs> I use a I use a financial uh, software product called Microsoft Money. Oh my gosh! How old is that software? Well, I'm using the Sunset version of it. They no longer support it. Yeah. Okay. And it's and it's been working. It's been working fine, and it works fine for all of the companies that I download information from, except for Chase. Okay. Chase Bank. And, Chase Bank and Chase Bank seems to have changed their, well, they've changed the presentation 
format on the screen for from what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ever since <clears throat> ever since then, when I try to download, I get a uh, I get an error message uh, that says that uh, there's the file is corrupt, and okay. I'm trying to download a QIF file. Is that from a one of your other yes, banks? It's, it's from Chase. Oh, it's from Chase. I, I, I can download from from uh, uh, the my my bank regular bank accounts. Yeah. But from Chase, it says the file you attempted to import appears to be invalid or contains corrupt data. Yep. Please don't download the file again, which I've done. If this problem continues, contact your financial institution, which I've done. They've sent me back to Microsoft, which doesn't support it anymore. Right. So your financial institution is saying, hey, it's it's our file. is fine. Everyone else can download it with their current software, right, is what they're saying? No, they're saying – well, they're they're just saying that they can't help – they don't support – Old software. Support my question. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair, and that's so okay. They send, they send me back to Microsoft. Yeah, so you're stuck with the the tool you're using, and it was officially discontinued in 2009. Um, yes, I know that. I do see an updated article though from October of 2017 talking about this software, and uh, so yes, this is kind of the issue when it comes to software that's no longer supported. You're you're on your own. Microsoft doesn't care. Um, your bank doesn't care. Uh, because they have no res- no responsibility to help you, so you have two yep. choices. In my in my opinion, you have two choices: uh, wait for the next quiff from Chase, and you have to assume that next downloaded file, if it still comes in corrupted, it is something with something to do with the program you're using. Can't read some change they've made to quiff file, and Microsoft's not going to fix it for you, or it'll come down and work. And okay. because there is a corruption, and again, Chase doesn't want to talk to you about it, anyways. I, I have I have t- attempted to download the most current file, and the thing that that is confusing about it is they offer they offer a download in Quiff to yep. Microsoft money, but uh, it doesn't work. Right. Um, OFX too. Is there an alternative to bring it down in OFX? Uh, <clears throat> Let me see what their their uh, offerings are. They, you can download in other um, other formats. Other formats, yeah. Yeah, OFX is the other format that Microsoft Money supports. Maybe you can try that format. Okay, I can do that. OFX. Yep. Yep. I'll try that. And then, of course, lastly, you can manually enter the data. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm calling you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so OFX is the other format that's supported. From what, I'm, from what I'm reading here, I don't use MS Money, but from what I'm reading in this latest article, those are the two formats they support. Uh, maybe they'll support generics uh, CSV, uh, which is just a generic comma, comma delimited file. Who knows? Okay. But uh, try another format. If it doesn't work, though, you're kind of stuck, Ted. You kind of have to kind of decide to move on to a new program because uh, without support, this is the issue, and we deal with it in our business practice as well. Uh, many companies out there are running outdated software, and in your case, you know, your life's not going to stop, but if you're a business and you're running outdated software without support, yes, I know you hate the company that you got to pay the support to, but they're the company that produced the pro- program to make your tool work in the first place. So... Right. You know, in your case, it's not a big deal. But for some companies, they've waited way too long, 
and uh, find themselves in a, in a big pickle when it comes to what they're going to do with moving their data from this old 10-year-old package to something that doesn't even understand the format of the file that it was written in 10 years ago. So in your case, you can deal with it more easily. Okay, they can download to a spread to an Excel ah. uh, or a CSV yep. spreadsheet to Quicken QFX. Yeah, so can any of, can you import those files other than QIF? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, I was just wondering whether I, if I put it into Excel, whether I could convert it to a QIF file. Maybe. I've not tried that. I doubt it. Uh, but I you can check it. it. Same thing with OFX. If you can, you may have to find an intermediary utility that will take the downloaded file and export it to a QFX or some other other type of file that your tool can import it into. Okay. Because they've done something to that QIF file that your software can't handle right now, whatever they've done to it. And they're not going to try to fix it because they've got enough headaches oh, yeah. over a chase to deal with than to deal with 2009-based software. Exactly. Last, uh, one other question off, off subject. Yeah. Uh, I, my, my computer is running 8.1. Yeah. Um, do I, is it important to update, upgrade to 10? Not important. You don't have to. Um, you can make, make sure your, your security updates security are occurring. That's a weird echo we just got there, Mike. Uh, make, uh, make, make sure your security make sure updates are occurring. Yeah. But other than that, no, you can run Windows 8.1 as long as you want. Okay. All right. And what does that cost if you go to 10? Do you have any idea? Aside from the headaches, um, what is it? Maybe, no, I don't want the headaches. <laughs> maybe 150, 200 bucks. I can't. I don't have it off the top of my head. I think you can go online to Microsoft's uh, site and and take a look at purchasing an update. Um, maybe works. 150 bucks, uh, if I had to guess. Uh, sometimes it getting works. an. Go ahead. It works fine the way it is, and I use classic shell, so I'm fine. Yeah, and when, it, when you buy your new machine, you'll be at Windows 10 dot something, whether you like it or not. Right. Thank you very much. All right, Ted, good luck. Great show. Thank you. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, weird echo on that line. Um, let's take a quick break here, Mike, and then get back to more of your calls. we got two lines open for you. Uh, Danny and Paul, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Good morning. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And, and I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Then Dr. Lessie's on for a short period. And then the men are taking on East Carolina. And so stick around, 1130 uh, pregame. I think noon kick, kickoff. Uh, Tip-off. <laughs> no one's playing football in this weather except for the damn Patriots. Sorry, I'm a Jet fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Danny in Glastonbury. Hey, Danny. Hey, guys. I called a couple of weeks ago. I was keep losing the um, internet connection on my uh, my Galaxy tablet. Yeah. And you put a link on the show, and when I went to that link and opened it up and looked at it, um, it seemed like it only referenced for um, the problem with phones, with Android phones, and not tablets, because I couldn't find a screen anywhere in my uh, settings that had the. Um, the same options or the same format as the articles that really? were on the site there. It should be. It's all Android. Android is Android is Android. So it's if you go to your configuration and look at your Android operating system within your Galaxy tab, it'll it'll tell you the flavor of Android you're running. Okay, so the configuration is... Android. So any yeah. Android, it's going to be... I think you're running the same as I, so it's Android 7. Um, it's probably what you're running. 
So you have to find the networking settings within the Android 7. So if we posted something having to do with an older Android OS, we're sorry. Yeah, because it, it, kept, it kept making references to the phone, your phone, your phone, your well, phone. Well, again, Android to my, yeah. is, uh, is ubiquitous to phone, tablet, any Android tablet out there. Uh-huh. It's 80% of the market um, right. is running Android. So uh, your, your, your issue is based on that flavor of Android, mm-hmm. which uh, you have to look at those settings. So if you look at that article again and try to follow the fact that it's talking about the, the settings as far as your network connections, mm-hmm. that's where you want to focus. All right. So, unfortunately, you have no choice. And you but, know what happened? Uh, when I went back to look at it, because I went back to review it again, yeah. uh, you've got all the little topics in blue underlined. Yeah. That one wasn't there. Well, so sometimes the links don't work. Um, oh. We have to refresh, and sometimes they don't work. Sometimes we they were there when we put it there, and mm-hmm. then they move on us, um, so unfortunately. But we'll, we'll try another one for you. So you're, you're having issues with Android networking is what you're saying. You're losing. Right. I, I, my, my Wi-Fi will say connected, yep. but then when I click on it, it says connected, no Internet. Right, and I think it's a DNS issue. And then what I have to do is I try to I turn the Wi-Fi off and on. I turn the tablet off and on. Right. Uh, it's the the uh, auto reconnect is on. Yep. Um, and, and you're sure you're connecting to your Wi-Fi, right? You're not connecting to your neighbors. No, uh, no. We we're on. We have our own thing. You know, it's got the security. It's got all the information for the the router we have and the right uh, you know uh, number and yep. password and everything. It's weird that you wouldn't get internet. So under your your DHCP and your router. I would look at to see what uh, IP addresses gets given out for DNS. Well, the other devices are fine. It's just his. Okay, so I'm looking at it now. I've got my network speed. The security is the, the the WPA2. Yep. And then I've got an IP address. It's a series of, of uh, yeah. What is it? Numbers. Well, I can't tell you that, can I? You can. I can. It can. It's not. I can't get to your system from your internal IP addresses. But oh, thank okay. you for so being. Okay. So it says one nine two dot one six eight. Dot one, dot one, two, okay, so your address is 128, yep. and you still can't get to the Internet, but you can go to your wife's computer, go find out what her addresses are, uh-huh. and make sure that they're in the same scheme as you. Mm-hmm. Right? If she's getting 192.168.2.something, mm-hmm. and she's in a different network than you. Okay. So, uh, actually, I had a look, because I, I bought her a, a Samsung tablet, the, the bigger one, for Christmas. Yeah. So I'll just check and see if she's got the same thing as that as mine. Yeah, check out your settings and see which, and then check out your DNS settings. Yeah. Um, within the network config of that of that mm-hmm. device, and they should be the same. Yeah. If they're not, something's up, or you've got a problem with the Wi-Fi on that tablet, unfortunately. Okay. And talking about scams and stuff, we got a, she got an email from Schwab because we have an account there, even though we don't do any. Uh, business anything the counts not online or anything yeah but they send us emails about you know events and stuff right and it says uh, all of a sudden it says uh, light up your 2018 with schwab thank you for trading with us then it, uh, she a little screen came up from yahoo.com it said warning it appears you are about to access a website that has no standard web address format such right. sites contain harmful entities such as the virus we recommend you use extreme caution yeah good so I took a picture of that, and I called Schwab up, and uh, they said that uh, they had sent out an email that looked like this, Yeah. but it had some uh, lettering in the background or a, like mm-hmm. a fireworks display. Yeah. So this was looks just like the Schwab, but without the fireworks display. So they asked me to send it to them, so I, I emailed them the picture of the thing. Good. 
Yeah, the, these guys, these financial companies shouldn't be using email at all, yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, until last year, we're ne- we never even got emails from them. It's, it's just yeah. that we found out that the, the office in West Hartford, they have like dinners and parties and, uh-huh. you know, stuff. Because and- you're such high rollers? Yeah. All right. The, the <laughs> VIP big pimping. There you go, man. <laughs> I do know what I'm doing with something. That's awesome. All right, Danny. Okay. All right. Thanks for having have a nice day. You too. Uh, so, yeah, be careful with any emails you get. I don't trust any emails I get from any institution that even though I'm a, a part of it, you know, you know, City might send me something, Discover might send me something, Chase might send me something, and I may or may not have accounts of these, these companies. I just delete them. I like all the emails I get from Facebook. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I don't have an account with them, but I get a lot of emails from them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to Paul in Litchfield next. Hey, Paul, what's up? Good morning. Um, a while back I called and <clears throat> talked about backing on my computer to an external hard drive. For Christmas, I got a brand-new computer because currently I'm running an HP that runs 8.1 with a solid-state drive. All right. And Solid state drive is so small, eight one takes it up. Yeah. So my daughter, my my kids got together. They bought that a brand new laptop with nice. another HP with a solid state drive with one terabyte. A one terabyte solid state drive. Yes. Well, your kids love you, Paul. Yeah, that I, I gathered. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So what I want to do is take my eight one, back it up to my external hard drive, and then plug the external into the new computer and just you know in effect, configure the whole computer using the one-step method. Um, I did call on this a while back. You guys told me you're going to put a link up, and I said, great, I'll go to the link. I can't find your links page. Well, there's really no one st- – oh, our links page is easy. Computertalkwithtab.com is the name of the show. So it's the name of the show.com, and right there, the links are right in the middle. And then you can go to archive links or current links, and you'll see what's out there. But there really is no one-step method. Uh, you would have a backup of your data on that external drive, which is great. But your new machine is going to be running Windows 10. You're not going to change that. And so you can plug the external drive in with your data on it and migrate the data to the computer. But you're still going to have to reinstall any software that you used to use. From- All the programs. Right? Yes, sir. So there really is no one step. I wish there was, but there isn't. Um, so you just connect your external drive now to your new machine and copy that data that's important to you back to that nice brand new one terabyte solid state drive and reload your software and you're up and running. So it's not just push a button and go. You're going to have to spend some time uh, loading your software, unfortunately. Now, the other question I have is the most important thing I have on my computer are the links to different pages that I I need. You can export those. What's that? You can export those. So go to your browser, and right. uh, you can export those links. And depending on your browser manufacturer, whether it be Firefox or Chrome, we can give you instruction. Chrome. Chrome, we can give you a link on in, on uh, how to export links uh, okay. favorites from Chrome, and we'll put that out there for you. Great. So I go to Computer Talk with Tab with, with Tab dot com. Name of the show. Bring- yeah. That brings up that brings up your page, and I just find the links. Yep. And at this point, I need archive links as well as current links. Yeah, we'll show you how to export links from Chrome. That's what the link will be there for you, Paul. Okay. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Hey, our pleasure. All right, Paul, you love, too. Love the show. Thanks. All right, so we got, we'll got we give Paul something to do. But, yeah, there's no one-step method. I wish there was. Uh, Bill in Florida. Hey, Bill, I hear it's cold down there. Oh, man, it's so cold the iguanas are falling out of the trees. I loved it. It's the funniest story I heard. We talked about it today. It's, it's, they're, it's so bad. Yeah, I mean, a whole bushel basket. 
I got a bushel basket of iguanas on my back porch. <laughs> it's the apocalypse, man. You got the locusts are coming and the iguanas are falling out of the trees. That's crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I just can imagine that. You're just walking along and plunk, an iguana hits you in the head. Um, yeah, belly up. They're just laying all over the place. <laughs> I'm sorry, it tickles me. All right, what's going on with you? Okay, uh, <laughs> we, just, we just moved down uh, a while, a short while ago from Bristol, Connecticut. Oh. And we got the AT&T uh, Wi-Fi um, in the house. All right. And, and it's fine with my Apple iPad, but my wife has a Microsoft Surface, and no matter what we try, we can't hook up to the Wi-Fi. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. I'm hoping you can help. How old's that um surface? Is it newer? Uh it's probably what, three years old? Yeah. Surface yeah. surfaces have had issues. I mean, even consumer reports couldn't recommend them. Um, they had a big issue uh, as far as their quality. It, 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 my opinion is that you've got a problem with your Wi Fi interface on your surface. Um it's either trying okay. to connect are you getting any kind of Wi Fi? Can you see any Wi Fi uh Networks when you bring it to other places, or can you even see your own? When you, when you um, actually, we we it's been sitting for a, a couple of years, and we uh, just pulled it out to try to use it in the house, and uh, I'm not having. And, and I don't. I wouldn't even know what to look for. I'm an Apple guy. That's okay. It's okay. No. In the bottom right hand corner, you should, is it Windows 10 Surface or is it a Windows 8 Surface? Do you guys even know? Um. I, Tell you the truth, I I don't know for sure. Okay. Is it Windows Ten? Yeah. Okay. It is. Okay. In the bottom right hand corner, you're going to go from from uh, right to left. You're going to see a little carrot that's pointing up, and you're going to want to open that up and look at the the Wi-Fi, which is going to look like a a, pi- a slice of pizza. Okay, hold hold on one second. I'm on the app stage. Whatever. Yeah, we're not going to have time to go through it for you because my my producer's looking at me like you're crazy, Eric, on this one. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. You're we're going to put links as to how to troubleshoot Wi-Fi on a Surface or Wi-Fi on Windows 10. But you got to see if you can even see other Wi-Fi uh, networks in your area. If you can't, I got a feeling yeah. there's a problem with your Wi-Fi adapter built into that Surface, and you may have to bring it to the Microsoft folks in the mall. Okay, would that be in, in the control panel? You can look in the control panel, but down in the right-hand corner of your screen, there's a little area for you to look at that too, Bill. We'll put a link for you to oh, follow. Yeah, yeah. We'll put a link for you to follow, but I bet you you've got a Microsoft store in your mall down there in Florida, and you can traverse that through the iguanas and uh, have them help you out. Okay. Unfortunately, I'm running out of time. I can't help you I'm more than this. All right, Bill? Thank you very much. All Thank right. Stay warm out there in Florida. Thank you. Uh, we miss you. I want to thank everybody for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank uh, Mike and Matt for producing. And uh, uh, stick around. Dr. Alessi's up next, and then UConn basketball. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t